0: Welcome to The Chorus Podcast, your aggressively subjective barometer for culture and media. Where each week, your hosts, Stefan Voss and Bruce Stenel will disregard the trends and headlines to focus on what's really important. What you should be watching, reading and listening to. And now, on with the pod. Dear listener, you've caught us sipping... On our lovely early morning beverage in a yes. wintry Johannesburg. A bit
1: of Cito 1974 coffee. Coffee, you Very can nice. find it,
0: dear listener, on the interwebs, or if you're in Johannesburg, hit us up. We'll hook you
1: up. Look what you what I there. say, hook you up. We'll. Yeah, easy. C- connect you to the uh, it's early yet. to the supplier. We won't be. But yes, cito1974.com. That's Cito with a C. You mm. do go there and order your coffee because it's very lovely, it's very, very nice. You indeed. can taste the rock and roll, Bruce. You can probably do that, maybe. Uh, um, no. Yeah, so sorry. Why are you uh, so excited, uh, Rosie? For, for, for l- I w- I was late to recording today because of traffic. Our th- uh, school exams have just finished. So now everyone's back on the roads at the same time. And I hadn't factored that in, so we'll talk fast. Well, Bruce. I mean, you disappointed us once again, but I think we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll muddle through. It's, it's not easy. Um, right. So, what should we jump in with? Can I start with some th- things that happen in theatres? You can, some because you're the one stuff. that seems to be getting out into the world theatre wise. Tell us. So, yes, I went to the opera. Okay, very good. Which I don't do very often because it's just we don't have sort of full scale opera much. Yeah, the, we uh-huh. have we have smaller. We have smaller shows, yeah. so sort of, you know, the whole... Small scale. Yeah, s- s- small scale shows. And then we have a lot of uh, astonishingly good singers doing sort of reviews and things, you know. Where's the... Is Cape Town's got the big opera house, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, Either. well, again, here, you know, anything... The State Theatre has... With the State okay. Theatre's in a bit of a dog show state at the moment. Um, <coughs> and obviously our big our big theatre... So I saw this... I saw Tosca by Tosca. the Cape Town Opera... Okay. Cape Town Opera's production of Tosca at the Joburg Theatre, which is a nice big room as well, about eleven 1, hundred people, um, and it was just fabulous, Frankie. So the thing for me though, with the the not, you know, you not, you just don't get enough exposure to uh, to opera. I think in the European sense, by which I mean, it, you know, all of the frills and all of the costumes and yes. all of the scale, um, because. I think we often get stuck on the music and go, well, I don't understand Italian and what's it's really sort of high and what's going, you know, like the, the, the style is to me strange or whatever. That's that's a separate issue. But for me, I've, I've, I've sometimes battled with a full enjoyment of it because I don't often get to see the full production, Right. full, this is what it is. And Cape Town Opera have done that. Um, and very well done to you all Um, so huge sets um, amazing lighting live orchestra live orchestra Joburg Philharmonic orchestra (coughs) in the pit uh, beautiful costumes and great singers so I mean all basically all the things that a European would go to to La Scala or wherever and go this is what I expect um, because this is a whatever 600 year old art Mm. form or whatever it is Um, and all of all of the things excite me and then here also for non-Italian because you have very clear subtitles above the stage, oh, so, really? which again just helps so very much because you know exactly what's going on. Mm. You also see when it's cheesy, which it often is because of the, you know, the phrasing necessary for the, for the, the singing. Um, so the words are, you know, the language is such that it fits the, the, the meter and so on and so mm. on. Um, but because you know what's going on, because the costumes are big, because the singing is great, because the singer's a big uh, Then it's often. it's just fantastic. So mm. so really, really good. That's Tosca, Cape Town Ballet. Um, and I think Cape Town Ballet just is is the, one of the few companies that has the funding and the yeah. that to do this kind of scale. So do I look know, out for what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: Whether you're in Cape Town or Joburg, taking something.
0: I remember a Cinema Nouveau, which is kind of a... a, a those of you who are listening internationally and don't know it's a sort of an offshoot (laughs) of our main cinemas that that does art film and so on and i know they did a a a live opera streaming at one point and i went to go and watch uh what was it called with the the, the the descent? The one goes to hell, and the one descends into hell to go and get them. Ah, oh, whatever, something and something. <laughs> um, and it was it was fantastic and very very. Good. Yeah, I
1: watched uh, Wagner there as well, hmm. and it was it was really long. Yes, that was, There was uh, three movies, four hours each, so yeah. that took a while. Goodness me. Yeah, not in a row, fortunately. Oh, I was going to uh, say. Wagner <laughs> <other, laughs> <other> strikes again. <laughs> other theatrical thing I have been to uh, in the last week at the Market Theatre, Is so, Esitlam um, Lilo. This is uh, Neil Coppin's play. Uh, he's the director and co-writer, and it's... Um, it's about an old woman who's stuck in this tiny little room an old woman
0: lived in a shoe um, Wait, in, a hostel, oh, okay. in a
1: hostel in Durban so just until you sort of figure out what's going on because it's, it's in, in Zulu and in, and in English and um, kind of she's, she's narrating and telling the story in a very natural way so you kind of have to get used to her rhythms and her way of expressing herself but for a while you just sit there and you go and you get a real sense it's like watching a great documentary mm. in some ways you get a real sense of just how tough She's also got a, she's, you know, her arm mm-hmm. isn't working, which you find out it's because of a stroke um, mm-hmm. went on and and so on. You just get a sense of like how just horrible <laughs> in so many ways, just life like that is just poverty and, mm. and... If she was a thief, she'd had be been, one-on bandit. I <laughs> see what she did there. <laughs> yeah. uh, terrible. terrible. Having, you know, and but also just having been... Str- and you just get this real sort of heaviness, even though there's, there's some humor in the play or whatever, but then... It sort of develops, and you find out that she has this past that is absolutely terrifying. I'm not going to give it away, Don't but give that um, spoiler but you just you go you again once you become aware of that and what she what she did. You just you you just land up in this for, as an as an audience member, not as a victim, but mm-hmm. as an audience member. This kind of delicious tension of going. I really feel for her and what she represents as people who are poor, as people who have been left behind by politics and blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm really disturbed by her and, and what she represents as a completely different thing is what hmm. she represents and um, and what that means for our country. And, and, and it's it's wow. a really difficult thing to, to kind of process. Um, I came out and there was a guy news was also in the audience and he I greeted him. He goes, I'm not okay. Hmm. <laughs> that was that <there> was <laughs> his, there kind of there was, his there was his assessment. Mm. I am not okay. Um, it's a, it's a it's a very uh, reviews of both of these full reviews on on participate. That's Bruce By the way, if you want just a more unpacking, but um, it's just this. Yeah, it's a very difficult thing to process, and and difficult to enjoy in a in a normal. Let's go to the theatre for entertainment sense, mm. um, because it, it really does challenge you. It really does push you. Emotionally, intellectually, all the rest of it. Uh, so great, great theatre, um, excellent, and very difficult, you know, yep. as as great theatre often is. Mm. Uh, you know, Titus Andronicus or something. You know, yeah, or, yeah, yes. Exactly. I watched that at the. You know, but you know what I mean. It's like it's Absolutely. that kind of thing. It's like ah, this is not fun at all. <laughs> or was it Simone? <laughs> I think I'm going to throw it. or whatever. You know, um, but but you know it's important and you you understand it's it's it's. Uh, its impact and, yeah. and and why that matters. Yeah, so those two both very much worth seeing. Um, Tosca is at the Joburg Theatre, joburgtheatre dot com. Uh, is at the Market Theatre? So go, I think it's markettheatre.com. dot mm. uh, But go and yeah, go and follow up and book tickets and things. Now, Bruce, yes, brace yourself because I did okay. get out into the world mm. a little
0: bit uh, last weekend. Uh, I went for an events company, as you know, and we did an event um, for a, a big financial client um, down in Durban. So I flew down on Thursday. Uh, the event was at the Oyster Box, mm-hmm. lovely hotel in Umshlanga, or Umshlanga or Umlanga, Umschlanga, or Umlanga, depending on okay. how lani you are. And uh, the Zulu king uh, yes. uh, attended, and there was much pomp and ceremony, and uh, all kinds of logistical snafus around yes. it. And then after the main event, um, my one of my bosses and I went down to the bar just to have a beer and. Relax a bit, and who should wander in to have a cheeky cigarette? <laughs> but the Zulu king. <laughs> so we actually met him. I, I um, I'd asked um, my boss, like, did you see the uh, the watch he was wearing? And then my boss actually went up to him and and, and said, um, Your Majesty, if you don't mind me asking a question. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, no problem. Uh, we watch uh, fanatics and what watch you mm. So he showed us his watch. It was lovely. Uh, this green-faced um, thing, but I didn't quite get the the make. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to try and pronounce his His Majesty's name, but he's one of the.
1: Um, I know there was a huge drama around the succession because there was some yes, yes. Well, uh, small, debate as small to small who. Yeah, yeah, But all accounts I've heard of him, he's kind of sensible. Mm can-do kind of guy. I'm trying to get a look at the watch now, but it's, it's no. a bit hidden there. Very so nice. So I'm just showing Bruce a, a picture that, that we took with him.
0: Um, he had a, like so a little you hanging out with kings and, and things. Yeah, so I have been in the even. presence of royalty, my friends, so, so this is rarefied
1: air that you're breathing right now. <laughs> so yeah, that was quite uh, quite fun. Excellent. Look cool. at us getting all out and things. Before we jump into what we've watched and read and all the rest, <clears> um, <throat> yes. we have things that arrived in the post. Uh, tour T O O R T O O R Tour I would um, say is tour, maybe in in Afrikaans to tour is too what is magic uh, to um... I don't know yeah. leave me alone anyway these are uh, two things to taste really uh, so tour wow. is the brand T O O R um, bright brightly coloured labels we've got shocking pink and even shocking they are, are yellow they are drinks um, so we ha- they are whiskey aperitifs so we are always asking Peritifs. people to send us whiskey. And somebody has. Um so I it's don't. a whiskey aperitif, So kind of, yes, exactly. But uh, we are going to have a, a tr- we're going to have a, a taste of that tipple. Um live verily here on air. Indeed. Uh, would you like to start with the whiskey aperitif Roy boss or Whiskey Aperitif Camelthorn? Uh, let's do the camelthorn. Let's do uh, camel thorn. Here's the definition of an
0: aperitif. It is an alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. Fantastic for us to be having before 8 o'clock in the morning here in Johannesburg to warm I'm our sure it's close to 8. That is Seven taken 57. as an appetizer before a meal. Now we're going to have to eat something afterwards. Well, well we could U- do Uber that. While eats, I suppose. Um, Alright, so we'll try some of that. While you're <coughs> opening that <coughs> lovely cork, I like to see it when oh, It has look. a cork. I think you might actually need to pull as well as twist there. That's I what am. she said. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird. boy.
1: That's just odd. <laughs> Even <laughs> as that's what, what two people jokes decide to do in the privacy of their okay, own. Okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of this so that we can have some little, of the other as well. Fantastic.
0: Um, a little bit more than that, Bruce. There we go. Oh, now it's that's on the fine, table as well. It's fine, Jack will no <laughs> doubt lick it up later. Um, dog, while you, dog. Well, okay, let's have a sip here. Oh, wow. Ladies and gents. Okay, so nice. our first
1: part of the review of the tour bottles. They don't pour beautifully. I think Cheers. it's because you being so... Um, Shut up, leave me alone. So, um, All right, so here we go. Mm. <laughs> I think it didn't pour well because you were holding back, Bruce, but... Um, Fair enough. It is, a, it is $7.59. Um, it is, I like that. Um, uh, Very. I wh- I'm going to
0: grab something to... whiskey I mean, it, you know, you can really... it, it tastes like a, a whiskey. It does. Um, 30% alcohol volume. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy moly, I'm glad we um, are being quite... Yeah, you see, there's reason to hold back. I'm just cleaning the table. That's actually, um, okay. Nice. So live table cleaning, folks. Don't say we don't uh, bring you the best. Okay. So
0: while we're um,
1: digesting that, um, what, what have the, you been reading? I've this been is reading camel something. Thorn I'm is the a, thing, that's gonna be loud on there. What uh, is a camel thorn? It's a it's a tree. It's those big sort of mm. acacia type things. In the so have they infused the this whiskey pond. with the the box and? Herbs of the camelthorn. Maybe okay. uh, the craft of the north meets the spirit of the south. Tour camelthorn infused whiskey. Party made. With real whi- is made with real whiskey, okay. amplified, certain, right. with camelthorn using our innovative technology. So nothing, <laughs> nothing revealed there whatsoever. <laughs> uh, by tour, they holding playing their cards close to their chest. <laughs> what we did was just threw a branch yes. in the barrel. We will and tell for you, dear reader, if there is any difference between that one and the, the Roybo's version just now. Otherwise. I like this. I do as well. And I I dare say it's probably quite a lot cheaper than a a a good bottle of whiskey. So there we go. It's very alcoholic. We can we can look that up. I would like to have this and as I
0: go out on an evening Mm -hmm. with the lads Everyone just, bless you Rosie, just does a shot of that on the way out. (laughs) Alrighty then. (laughs) As we go out to get our Uber, because sure. Um, Can I tell you about what I've been reading? Please do, please. This is uh, how big the tome is. That's just a small tome. uh, Yeah, it sounded bigger than it is. Um, (laughs) um, It's a submission, is the title, international bestseller apparently, by Michel Hulebeck. Uh, who, who, who three hundred and ninety ront by the living. way, for oh, these, photos, these fine much, bottles. That's not badly priced. Um he is a French author.
1: I'm sorry, I need to I just need to jump in there again. Yes. The the Tell mature what? To a double matured grain whiskey mm. by the same company, mm. nineteen hundred or oh, eighteen hundred ront. Mm. So there's that. Although, no wait. Where are they from? I take that back because that's a six-pack. Because uh, there it is again. Yeah, I was, I was, was wondering, that's, that's, that's a hell of a jump. lot of... Yeah. Okay, carry on as you were. Single-grain whiskey as well. Are they local? They make things. I'll, I'll carry on looking. You carry on going.
0: Um, French author. And this book um, is very, very French. Um, what do I mean by that? It's full of sex and fatalism. <laughs> <laughs> Le petit mort. He like has a very... Perversive sexual experiences and then feels like what's the point of living? Um, and um, but really, it's a it's so a that politi- you don't have to yeah. read it. Um, it's a political, uh, it's, you know, it's Sartre and, and um, nihilism, all that kind of Mm-mm. stuff, which is so uh, endemic in the French culture. Um, uh, he says, not really knowing that sort of stuff. Um, so, it's the story of uh, a gentleman who is an academic, um, and it's a political exploration and the idea is that in France a a Muslim party starts um, making waves politically and actually gets, um, at, towards the end of the book, gets voted in as the French government. Mm-hmm. The Muslim brother, Brotherhood they're called. Which is very interesting because um, he talks about how much good they're doing here and there and how they managed to balance this and that and play the political game. Um, but the 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 interesting thing is to do with um, education and and patriarchy. Okay. So they come into power, and women are no longer allowed yes, to work, yep. and all like, education is now Quran based and so on and so forth. Uh, and and the main character, what was interesting to me, was really about his life and the things that he gets up to. And, uh, the backdrop is this political thing, and he he. ...sort of loses his job at the university as a lecturer... ...doesn't quite make the cut in terms of his political... ...whatevers... ...but then is offered the job again... ...and, and, and in order to teach... ...you have to convert to Islam... Okay. Um, yeah. ...and all this sort of... ...interesting because these... ...a lot of people are doing that... ...but, but purely for political reasons... And, ...and the interesting thing for me... ...is his character... ...he's a sort of... ...misanthropic kind of... ...middle-aged alienated guy... Um, but he he's quite well connected, so one of the heads of the president of the university is kind of known to him. And then at the end of the book, the guy says, "Listen, come back. Let's you can come back and work for me. We'll do something. And he says, "Okay. Well, well, what? To tell me. About... Oh, the other thing is polygamy that you're allowed up to four wives or whatever the whole thing is." Um, but he's he's like, well, yeah, not so bad. I'll keep going. <laughs> um, so as as a as a, a man. <laughs> You know, yeah, like in terms of yeah. patriarchy, he, his life doesn't change yeah. all that much, um, practically speaking, philosophically, yeah. he's had to align himself. But so it's very, very interesting in, in that sense. Just choices to present, we make, yeah, present yeah. A, an imagined future, um, with a political and religious and cultural sea change that happens, um. But his character is is very... Almost quite unaffected by that. Although you can imagine other people are very incredibly uh, affected by it. So it's interesting that it's told from a male perspective. Um, and I'm not sure...
1: I think from a female perspective it would be very, very interesting. I mean, do you think... <laughs> Reading it, as you say, I mean, the, the, so the protagonist makes these these calls, of like, well, for me, it's okay. Uh, but if you, if you, a female friend read it or something, how do you think they would feel?
0: I'm going to ask a
1: female friend to read it, and then I'm going to ask them how they feel about it. Okay, I think that's probably a um, good way to do that. I can't get myself in the picture here. Read it, sorry, we're just taking you on a journey. A Three, ah... Uh, Oh, I can't do this. Let me alone. worst selfie. <laughs> I'm trying to get ever. the bottles in as well. Oh, the bottles. There we go. There you go. Right. Okay, so. Hello, Jackie. So basically, her. yes, it, everything is fine as long as it works for you. Well, I don't know.
0: I think it's just uh, he asks these interesting questions, and then you and un- then you suddenly say, "Well, actually, as a as a member of the patriarchy." Yes. Um, Am I comfortable with this? Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, sort of ethical questions around. Oh, okay. You're going to just convert to Islam now, and and suddenly you know everyone's got four wives and subservient, and uh, and he just kind of observes this stuff and goes, "Well, yeah, I, I don't know."
1: Yeah. Well. Um, why? Why are you making me so uh, think too much?
0: Yeah. So I mean, he's written a, a whole number of books. It is, um, yeah, it's, it was an enjoyable read.
1: Um, submission by Michel Huelebeck. Huellebeck. Huellebeck. Which uh, excuse, excuse we're by. going to say now before we have another. Le Monde
0: scheme. says it's extraordinary, and the Daily Mail called it captivating. I love one word Which I don't. I've never I, heard, heard I really, really don't never like heard those uh,
1: descriptions before. Yeah, they really are quite lazy and uninformative. What have um, you read, Bruce? I'll tell you now. I just wanted, to, just having done a little bit of, of background here, the Tour mm. whisky. Um, so they make they make whisky and then the aperitif version. The whisky aperitif category allows them to infuse their grain whisky post-aging with selected flavours, blah, blah, blah. So it's the Donia distillery in Cape Town. Okay, Cape, local. Um, founder huh. ah. Daniel Skuman graduated from Stellenbosch University. Blah blah blah. Um, yes, yeah, so she's she's spoke about that. Uh, yeah, infusion too much, but it's so that's the aperitif thing is is adding the flavors, but it is it is grain whiskey, which is why it tastes like whiskey. Hmm. Um, so yeah, and three hundred and eighty or ninety. Yeah, that's a really on affordable. the back end of that for seven hundred and fifty milliliters. Hmm. Right, so this is the book I've read. Holy moly, goodness, that's going to spike something. Uh, it's called the South African Musical. Yes. Ooh, by Norman Smuts, I'll do that. The South ooh. African musical by Norman Smuts. Wow. There is no ooh in the title. Okay. But I was going to say ooh, because uh, my own musical launched in the last week. Yes! And I'm just going to open that to celebrate. If you ask me on a Tuesday, I say, "A oh, yeah, we go. Oh, look at ooh, that.
0: it's a boy again.
1: Um, Tell us about that, that, my yes. So my, my musical, uh, I've, which I've co-written the script for and written all the music for, co-written the script with Talia Kodesh, mm. actress and singer and dancer, who will be starring in the piece. Okay. Uh, it's called Actress and it's about the roles we all play. Um, so we, if, if we take me, I am a man and I am a writer and I am a husband and a father and a podcaster and a dog owner and a, yeah, blah musician. blah blah, whatever it is and a musician, lo- loads and loads and loads of different uh, um, roles. roles. And to some degree, real life requires us to make some sort of compromise on all of them in order that if, they all so that they can all coexist so you you know if, if you want one to to uh, to take over completely if one wants one to ah, oh, and I still missed it oh. it's okay if only we had a cloth nearby um, so yes it's about all those roles and how and the, you know what what comes with the compromise is just that you you're going you as a musician you're going I want to be a full time musician I'd love to tour and this and that and the next thing but that means uh, not seeing family, it means yeah. uh, not having a, a day job which may be more reliable than a touring yeah. musician or uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. So it's, um, it's exploring all of that stuff uh, with, with music, with it, as in live sung music on stage, and uh, with comedy and drama and all the rest. So, and interpretive um, dance. Uh, probably. probably um, I'm not a choreographer, but anyway, so that's on at Monte Cassino, uh, the studio theatre, Peter Turin's Monte Cassino Theatre, the upstairs one. Uh, from the twenty seventh of September, 27 Sep. So there's time until to the eighth of October. Web tickets. Uh, please do go and buy tickets right now. Um, oh, our our listener, our listener in Sweden, Kurt. You have time. plan, Kurt's plan birthday ahead. It was happy, happy birthday, birthday, Kurt. Kurt. Uh, but you have time. So, getcha for the show, um, and Olga, come along, mm. um, but yes, it's very, very exciting. Anyway, so back to, we'll chat a lot more about that, um, yes. I think, merciless nice. spamming Absolutely. will occur. So, the South African musical by Norman Smuts, it is an effort um, to buy a, a musical's fan. Uh, Norman Smuts is, he's a doctor. The um, radiologist, oh. yeah, uh, worked X-ray. in public service and private practice overseas in Canada and the UK before his retirement. Has a background in art music, so it's a, it's a it's a labor of love, um, and a lot of research has gone into it, um, and it's it's very it's very 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 cool for somebody like me because I know a hell of a lot of the people involved in in here. A lot of them are friends, um, a lot of them I know about, and uh, just you know th- how. How the the South African musical original musical has developed, and as well as the the companies that have, have um, staged the big mm. international musicals, uh, it's it's a self-published thing, which means there are unfortunately it's it's that thing where there, there are a lot of mistakes, which the editor in me gets a bit riled by. But um, it is, and it it again by definition because like again, your actress was is is on in September and so on, and three others and. Five others that have been written and, and staged since he finished writing, it, etc. It's not comprehensive; it can't be. Um, but it is a. It is. I love that it a fan mm. has has taken the time and the effort to to go and dig up all the stuff and give credit where credit is due to nice. loads and loads of wonderful people. Um, so yeah, I think I, for me, again, I think it's quite a niche market. For me, this is something I'm, I'm very chuffed to sort of have on my shelf and mm. at home and whatever. And I've got sort of a, a history of the Alhambra Theatre written by a friend. And I've got uh, a book of beautiful um, uh, theater photographs, South African theater photographs by the late great Bob Martin and whatever. You know, so it's just these, these, I don't know, um, what's the word? I don't know. These artifacts, there we go. Mm. Of of um an industry which I just really, really love so much and am involved in. So um, if there are others you like you, me, Ruth, Ruth. Yes, Ruth. Ruth. Ruth, 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 Ruth. Ruth. How many breathing. how much risk give you? Listening, had. um where would they find this if they wanted to let us That is a fun question. Hold horse on. Horse it abit- is um footprintpress.co.za, there we go. Uh, which is uh mm. Barber Hilton Barber. There we go. David Hilton Barber's company. Um, Footprint Press. One word. Dot Co. Yeah. Dot um, and that's a lot. They do mostly. I think, possibly all South African books. A lot of uh, sort of war history stuff, non-fiction. Uh, so very interesting okay. little imprint as well. Go and check them out. Uh, Footprint um, But that's the South African musical by Norman Smuts. If you're a fan, if you do, again, if you if you're in the industry, I think it's a wonderful book to have. Um, mm. Just to give you a, a sense of of what you're a bigger part, uh, you, you are a small part of what the bigger story is. Um, and as I say, it gives credit where credit is due to a lot of people nice. that you will know if you are in that that um, part of the industry. And then just yeah, if you are a theatre fan in general, and you don't know about what has happened or how extensive the the reach of of South Africans in this kind of uh, stage niche if you don't know how the, how big that reach is it's a great book to sort of wake you up on that as well so no, a South African musical by Norman Schmutz. right so now we're going to taste the tour the whiskey aperitif rooibos has a, a
0: bit of a strange small to it it does it does and it's not Roybos. what is that on the on the nose i don't know i don't know that i like it as much
1: as the camel thorn it's got a ah, yes you can definitely taste the rooibos in in the taste, but the, the bouquet is something else. Look at us Um What is that, man? Is it... Uh, it's not medicinal, it's not herbal, it's quite a strange... Is it? I don't know what the nose is, it is it is it is quite weird. But, uh, but the taste is definitely, there is rooibos in there. Mm. Um, a more of a... Again, I've never bitten a tree, uh, so I don't yeah. know what camelshawn tastes like. Um, that tastes lovely, whatever. Yeah, It tastes like very like more. like a whiskey. Mm. This tastes like a flavoured whiskey.
0: Yeah, um, whiskey almost rhymes with listening. So, <laughs> wow! I'm gonna move
1: that glass away from you. What have you been listening to, Bruce? I think I think this might. I prefer yeah. the other one. Yeah, I um, like the camel. The camel thorn, but I do think this will appeal to people who don't really like whiskey, based on ah, the harshness of the yes, taste. Yes, 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 yes. So I think because again we haven't got any ice or water or anything in here, and this is this is quite smooth and a little bit sweet. Yeah, as a, before a meal, it might be a nice It's an aperitif, you know, imperative. so there we go. Indeed. Right, so that works. Well done, tour. Um, what have I listened to? I can tell you what I've listened to. I'm just going to tell you one thing. Okay, we're we sticking to one. And I think I was, yeah, because we're, going we're, to be we're
0: good. on a time uh, thing here. Um, the most recent, and I'm sure it came out a little while ago, and I was a bit late to the party, but... I am a fan, and we've spoken about modern bands that are worth my time, worth my time, mm-hmm. worth, worth listening to. Grumpy. We said uh, Madison Cunningham, and we mentioned is Jason this. Isbell. Uh, the National. Yes. I, remember, yeah, I um, remember, just before going to London, must have been like 2005, 2006, listening to The Boxer, which was, I think, their first full-length album, and it was part of the whole kind of indie scene that I was listening to at the time, Death Cab for Cutie and these kind of people. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, uh, this is different. Uh, Mostly because uh, the singer, whose name escapes me now, but I know he has a difficult-to-pronounce surname, uh, has this very unique voice. It's very kind of, um, first of all, very low Mm -hmm. uh, and very kind of... um,
1: Almost sort of world weary. Yeah, yeah, almost speaking, singing, but he's singing. He's, not, he's not Leonard Cohen, but he's he's, he's, no. he's on the way there. He's, but he's seen he's seen Leonard yeah. in the distance.
0: But a very sort of sophisticated New York kind of sound uh, to my ear. The new album or the most recent album is called First Two Pages of Frankenstein," which is quite a nice <laughs> title. Um, and it is absolutely brilliant. It's got it features a few people. Phoebe Bridges sings on some of these. Even a song that Taylor Swift does some backing vocals on. Uh, Sufjan Stevens is featured on the first track, um, but it is vintage The National. Uh, they've done some artsy projects, and this is a more of a sort of comprehensive album, I think. And it's just beautiful. I, I lyrically, he's wonderful, mm. wonderful, and I I call it impressionist. Okay. It's very much moments, these little, these lines, the way he constructs his songs, which, uh, so he'll say, you know, uh, uh, um, I arrived late and forgot my tie. You were in the corner speaking to someone, holding a drink. So, so, oh, they're at a party, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you don't. It's not you know, explicitly. Get told yeah. It, so yeah. those kind of little. Um, so it's really, really great. I think the second track, Eucalyptus, is wonderful because. It's suggesting people arguing about or talking about splitting up and, and they're good. So he's like, um, um, uh, uh, you take it, I don't want to take it. Uh, you take it, if I take it, I'll break it. You take it, if I miss it, I'll visit. You take it, I don't want to take it. Like this kind mm-hmm. of almost spoken uh, it's it's really really fantastic so I highly recommend the national it it might not be everyone's cup of tea but it really uh is great songwriting lovely soundscapes beautiful beautiful production piano these big reverb guitars interesting drum beats um with these wonderful lyrics um i'm I'm really a big fan of the national um so uh, It's called First Two Pages
1: Of Frankenstein And I highly recommend You listen to it Very very nice Um Yes Mine is uh, An album called Boston Accent Hmm A singer singer songwriter Called Matt Nathanson Um He's one of those Matt Nathanson
0: That's amazing (laughs) Great name First name Last name But not quite Nathanson Uh But yes So
1: Matt Nathanson He is Where is he from It's called Boston Accent He is Just American So who knows America Uh Origin, Lexington, Massachusetts. So oh, he's, Massachusetts. he's close to, he's RIT. right there next to Boston. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a, he's a singer, somewhere a storyteller kind of through music and, and sort of very, very uh, folk rock kind of thing. I suppose if you, you might, you might pop up on your algorithm if you were sort of listening to a lot of kind of 90s indie bands. Hmm. You know, that, that sort of, um, whatever, Matchbox 20 and, and, Okay. Uh, Gin blossoms and whatever. You know, he's he's kind of he'll he'll probably yeah he'll rock up somewhere somewhere in there, Um, and not not to my knowledge sort of any major hits. Although he has had a bunch of stuff on a bunch of um, TV. You know, he's gone. He's he's NCIS private practice. One Tree Hill. uh, I'm just looking at Scrubs. Okay, um, sure. Blah blah blah. Said quite a quite a curated soundtrack. So yeah, pretty cool. um, and he's done all the he's done all the big shows. Randy you know, the Zero, the Lettermans, and the and the Conan's um, and the whatever he did, <coughs> he played on all of those as well. Um, so Jack. I mean, yes, he's, he's that kind of I suppose it is quite uh, in that sense quite quite mainstream and and easy listening kind of thing. What often catches my ear because he's one of those guys that came up in the sort of Spotify algorithm for me. Um, is is the um, it kind of sounds as a songwriter? He's I, I kind of think that's something I could do, or it sounds a bit like me, hmm. or something like that. You know, there, there's there's a, a sort of um, a recognition, yeah, in what I hear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and this album is is like that. Again, it's this this thing of where the or like what you were just saying the topics are sometimes. Um, that's sort of small and, and weird and like just why did that come up? I mean the opening uh, yeah opening tune is called German Cars, okay and it's very cool. But it's about you know German cars are cool and I like them, um, <laughs> not a Jewish <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but lovely again is one of those guys who doesn't really do you know filler. It's yeah. not it's not he it doesn't have these massive hits. But it's it's all a kind of it's a nice nice. That's a horrible word. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's an album you can put on and just listen to the whole thing, um, either as background music or as focused stuff. So you were talking now, about you know, with the national, you want to maybe put get into, headphones. get into, yeah, get into the the meat of, of what he's talking about there. This is not necessarily like that, but it's always uh, like Philip Phillips as well. It's just that the mm. thing where there's there's something that kind of makes you happy cheerful something nice. along those lines in the background there, nice even if it's music. even if it's a bit even if it's a bit serious yeah you know? okay um he's thoughtful he's not an idiot it's like all of that kind of stuff i'm really doing not a very good review am I? <laughs> okay let me take that strike that we'll edit this that out. might be your favorite artist depending on how <laughs> how like into music you are <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so singer-songwriter um i think also yeah it's, it doesn't necessarily aim for the you know a lot of the, the, that sort of same class Rob Thomas could yeah okay sort of really aimed at a chart thing or whatever sure. and sometimes got it and sometimes didn't this doesn't feel like this this feels like he writes a bunch of songs and goes oh I should put it, probably put it in an album okay <laughs> and does that and then carries on writing songs yep. and then does it to her and then oh look one got a TV that's awesome and kind of makes a living doing what he loves so it's living our dream basically exactly so well done possi- possibly the, yeah, let's, uh, phew, I've redeemed this review so possibly in that sense <coughs> it's, it's very much a case of He's, he, he is an aspirational kind of artist that you're going these are these are songs written for himself to tell stories like German cars he likes German cars that was just in his head he wrote a song it's on Spotify it's doing very well exactly. hundreds of thousands of listens all the rest of the stuff so a Matt Nathanson Boston accent but also his general output is is, is pretty cool yeah. wonderful Le so um, let's move now on
0: to, to as we as you wrap you up here um, things we've watched now Hotted. Bruce I must say must it is you? not often that I can unequivocally Ooh, heavens. recommend something as a must-watch. Okay. Um, but I've now completed, I think I introduced the fact that I was going to watch this or it started watching this. I have completed the first season, and again late to the party, of a show called The Bear. Oh, yeah. Starring Jeremy Allen White yes. of um, just Shameless just started, started
1: season two. Okay.
0: Everyone dies. All right. Nope. Uh, I've got season two I need to start watching it but season one is two-handing the whiskey and coffee there Bruce Uh, when you wish you had two mouths Um, it's so flipping good Um, the acting is wonderful I've been a big fan of his since Shameless and I was waiting to see when he would and this is just wonderful the premise is he's Italian he's from uh, Chicago Chicago is kind of a character in the series as well beautiful shots it's also echoed by the soundtrack, the bands, and the music. So, for instance, the first song you hear in episode one is Chicago by Sophie and Stevens, a live version. And I love this. They do lots of live versions. of So Wilco features quite mm-hmm. a lot in the soundtrack, and it's always from a concert, a live version, which is also wonderful. So the music is really nicely curated. He plays um, this Italian guy. He's got a brother. Um, they have a sort of a good but fractured relationship as well. He goes off... Cousin? Uh, Did you say brother? No, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the brother. He goes. Uh, uh, Jeremy Allen White's character, uh, character oh, okay. Carmen, goes with you, off, with uh, to to kind of uh, prove himself and becomes a chef in a really, really well uh, respected I, restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, and he's voted best new chef of the year, whatever. In the world. His brother then, who has some um, substance abuse problems, commits suicide, and he comes back and finds out that his brother has left him this little hole in the wall restaurant uh, called Beef. In Chicago and he decides he's gonna come back and instead of selling he's gonna actually work at the restaurant and he comes in with this highbrow everyone calls everyone chef and you've got all this stuff and these guys are just these, these <laughs> yeah very lackadaisical people people and and it's this tension now that he's coming and trying to 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 make a difference in this restaurant he has a cousin that he works with richie i think is the character's name who is not interested in any of this and is (laughs) he's a difficult guy he's a very difficult guy you kind of write him off but every now and then you you do get an insight into his life and why he is the way he is but the characters are wonderful the the fashion is is incredible oh that happens Apologies. the fashion is incredible um, <laughs> it starts off with him in the first episode he he now wants to serve good food yeah and he wants to buy this beef but doesn't have money so he goes home and he goes into his oven and he takes out his vintage denim and sells like vintage denim jeans to to afford the meat that he wants <laughs> so uh, apparently in season two he wears a, a 50s a pair of 50s levi's jeans you only really see the waistband on the show. They're $2,500. Uh, That's unnecessary. Tunes. I won't have it. But even uh, the clothes are very curated as well um, from thrift stuff. And, and every character is very well thought out. But the music is wonderful. The writing is incredible. There's a lot Acting of great fantastic. characters. Fantastic. Um, uh, there's this one guy that they go and they do his kids party. He, he lent the brother money at one point. Um, played Oliver by Platt. Oliver Platt. And he is Wonderful. Like you see, the, 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 the Jeremy Allen White and his cousin Richie, he says, "Now, now, Richie, I know you've got got beef. Excuse the pun with this guy. He's gonna call you Nick, which you which you hate. <laughs> Just please, we need yeah, this. Yeah. We need money." Are you going to be fine? Yeah, I'm going to be fine. What are you going to do if he calls me? No, I'm just going to ignore it. Okay, fine. Cuts to them. And the next shot is him and this guy at the front door <laughs> shouting at each other. You know my name's not Nick. At the Hi. front door, yeah. It's like, it's just really, really great like that. It's it's very, very cool. At the end of, of the first season, the last episode, there's this big sort of thing that happens that sets up the second season. Mm. Um, Which has wonderful. started well. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. there. But we so I, another time. I think
1: if you're listening to this podcast... You should definitely give <coughs> the bear... Uh, definitely, I will second that. Uh, wonderful. a really, really Absolutely great wonderful. show, yeah. Um, right, I want to also go into somebody I know we are also both big fans of. I had, didn't watch it when it came out, hadn't seen it until now, and it's now on Disney+. Plus. That's uh, The French Dispatch. Oh. By uh, Wes Anderson. Love it. Loved um, it. I haven't seen his new one, by the way. Nor have I yet, but we will. Um, well, I have to, I must. Just a, Oppenheimer either, Just it. like Just like... Uh, I still somehow find that I forget
0: what did you think oh, of the French dispatch because I had another another friend who's a, F- a Wes Anderson fan who was like mm, and I just thought no I don't think you're in the right frame of mind you I think, said, I look, I think he's w-
1: become incredible yeah I also think it's incredible but I think it is also increasingly a, a, a cult in the best possible yes sense, in that I mean it doesn't it tells a bunch of stories yeah right? in yeah, the same way, the way that a, some uh, like a, a Tarantino movie sometimes does yeah. But Tarantino's yeah. cutting off features. It's and almost like these letters that have in the water. Yeah. Where where Anderson doesn't do that as much. Um, what was it's your favourite story within them? I mean they're all so good. There's the painter in the prison. I think the which painter in great, the prison But there's yeah. also I think the painter in the prison and the and where he puts the paintings, and you'll know, mm. so I won't I will give that away. But like I just thought that was such an extra layer of <laughs> the acting is so great. And such wonderful people in yeah. it. Um just this fabulous cast uh, and the whole thread overall that the French Dispatch is a, is a, is a, a magazine. Yeah. The, um, the publication. The stories, the stories are actually stories in the magazine. Yeah. And Bill Murray is the <laughs> editor which tells, tells you all you need to know. But it's, again, it, because of the, the different stories and because the stories aren't as strong as each, as each other, I don't think, um, and are very different. I mean, yeah. there, there are, if you're expecting flow in a normal movie sense, it there are challenges. Mm. Sure. But
0: but I think that's the point. Uh, sure.
1: Yeah. But but it is still so very easily and so very much genius level filmmaking. Um, yeah. Particularly again, as you get into the first one, you're like, wow, how did he do that? And now, whatever, however many movies later, it's you know he's a meme. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people do memes of themselves walking caricature. through a new town and, yeah. whatever, and standing randomly in front of and symmetrical ask things AI and to make Wes Anderson type etc. Yeah. So. But that he's he's again like Christopher Nolan or whoever he's he's changed filmmaking. Yeah, it is done differently and better in its way than anybody else. Um, so again, the craft just astonishes me, and I think that's why I love a Wes, Wes Anderson movie and this one as well. Um, yeah, the cinematography is it's just, just so you great. just you are aware of the effort and the cost and the imagination and the skill and the artistry that goes into every single shot so and then there's but again now with five stories going on overall and everything joined together and it being two hours long and uh, you're just aware of how extraordinary it is as an achievement i really love the the timothy shamala ding dong and
0: francis mcdormand thing as well but uh, i saw an interview recently with um What's his name? Who who was in American <laughs> History X and uh, Fight Edward Club. Norton. Uh, Edward Norton. Talking about his role in Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. And he said... Which may still be my favorite. Um, also, he said that was made on a shoestring budget. All the actors stayed in a house that they rented. He said... He, he, at one point he says, Yeah, I think I lost money on that movie. So he actually spent money to be in the movie. So I don't know what, what that's about. Yeah. Or where the money is spent. But apparently... He well, had no budget for that. My I imagination
1: heard. says that, you know, all of the little scenes and things that they must set up and made out of cardboard and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sewed together expensive. in order. No, but it, mu- it must take an astonishing yeah. amount of time. So you must sit there as Edward Norton and an Oscar winner and blah, blah, blah. And and Wes Anderson will come in and move cardboard a millimetre to the left and do a, set up another whole shot and then move cardboard. Uh, and know, all that stuff, so motion and, stuff. And so on and so on and so on. I'm and right, then you come on deep. and you just have to, you have to keep a straight face and do something beautifully, yeah, knowingly dry... Yeah, um, and, and tongue-in-cheek and satirical and blah 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 while some other astonishing A-lister does the same over there in the background um, for <laughs> in the 12 corner, seconds yeah, yeah. it's just no it's a it's a completely different art form to pretty much anything else he's my in favorite Hollywood. Um, David Fincher sometimes I was, I'm just thinking sometimes sort of you know, he does the big, he does the big thriller, yeah. scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan, ah, but there's also he'll do like a, a, a setup with. Letters going through a keyhole and, and those things yes. you know, Those, those uh, camera tape goes through a wall and all, Co- all that Kine kind of stuff. Brothers can be quite yes, uh, yeah. curated almost in that yeah. sense as well. Like but, there's um, a, a just, way of doing there, it. There are certainly Wes Anderson movies I don't like as much as other Wes Anderson movies. I love this one. Oh, so great. Um, and so that's, yeah, The French Dispatch and just... Yeah, go and watch everything. What's oh, the new on Asteroid City that way? Yes, we'll go and see. Right, I think we need right, to throw away a good day. My friends. All
0: right, well, find us on the Can Facebook. Can we just friends.
1: say a couple of things? cito 1974com Delicious. Um, go to uh, like Tosca coffee. at the Jobbik Theatre uh, and uh, Isid Lilo at the Market, Market Theatre. Actress tickets are on sale 27th of September. That's on Web Tickets. That's my musical. If you're tour. looking for
0: a nice aperitif,
1: whiskey. very nice. Tour, I like the camel very thorn. nice. Camelthorn is very nice. But go get and look them more. up upon the online. Um, but very nice, about 390 ronds and uh, worth it. And then, yes, that's all I think that we need to for now. And uh, Wonderful, friends. Uh, Interact with us on do, the Facebook. Do art things. Bye. Indeed. Bye-bye.